All right, welcome to the Iron Price, a Game of Thrones podcast. I'm your host, Oss, and I got my brother in here with me, Lando. Yeah, this is your boy, Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackler1711 and at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. It's going to be a little bit more laid-back podcast because we're just watching Thrones. We're re-watching the Thrones. We're paying the Iron Price so you don't have to. I'm giving a lot of commentary on the episode and a lot of just, you know, facts and just talking about the characters and whatnot and, uh... Just a pretty much a rewatch, trying to get all the way to the, at least the beginning, so that way April 14th we're there for season 8, we just there watching with the rest of y'all and giving, you know, comments on stuff like that. Uh, we're just going to do episode 1 today, but we usually probably going to do like, combine like 2 and 3 and stuff, like episodes together, at least 2 episodes in one podcast. Because some episodes is really like, it's not much you really need to like deliberate on or talk about, but uh... But some it is, you know what I'm saying? I think episode one is one of them episodes where we kind of need to, you know, not only just establish what we know about Game of Thrones, but talk about it and flesh it out. Because in the grand scheme, episode one is a big episode in the reversal. Very important. Very important episode. And the thing I liked the most about episode one was that the relationships that it started to show and the relationships that grew throughout the show. Yeah, in relationships that happened before the show even started that we learned about. Yeah, and that's I think that's kind of one of the cool things about Game of Thrones in general is like this world has already been lived in by these characters. Like we we just we're hopping in at this point, but this you know uh, characters like Ned stuff already happened to him. You know what I'm saying that we find out about later throughout the show. But it's like it gives you that little kind of like lore type deal when you want to figure out more about what's going on in this world and who these guys are and i think that's kind of one of the the blessings and curses of episode one because episode one kind of throws you in so when you're just like a new watcher it can be a lot of like uh talking that you don't understand yet that you eventually get to understand and if like some people probably that can probably turn people off like if they you know people who've never seen the show before they'd be like oh man what's going on what is all this but like on rewatch it's like oh yeah nah i good shit like this is a lot of stuff that was hinted at and a lot of stuff that was going on that you i mean once you learn about it it's, it's very interesting stuff you gotta you gotta pay attention you then gotta watch episode one twice yeah yeah definitely uh like you said the the first time that i saw episode episode one it was the first time like I said the episode ever came out in the first scene when they're at the wall and yeah. the rangers go out looking for the white walkers yeah it it like shook me. It got me hooked at that point. Yeah, it was that was a tone setting scene just because, like all these characters. I think only one of them had a name. I think well, one was Will or something like that. Or? Um, yeah, and, and actually he is a um, he is he is the son of Royce that helped in the Battle of the Bastards. Okay, also and, and also we're gonna yeah. be giving spoilers because spoilers I mean clearly spoilers. spoilers. We're rewatching yeah. the series. We didn't we didn't see yeah. it. So this is for people who've already seen it. Yeah, and if you don't, if hey, if you want to be spoiled. Go ahead, come on, listen, and be spoiled. But so you saying that's cause son from that? Yeah, yeah. So the the one that um that kind of helped the deserter. Yeah, the, well, uh, not the deserter. The mm-hmm. one that was like uh was too good, too bad. We're not children. Get mm-hmm. back on your horse. Oh, okay. The, yeah, yeah. So his father's Royce, the one who who helped out from the Vale and the Battle of the Bastards, and pretty much they were getting reports about what was going on beyond the wall, strange activity, strange activity from the wildlands. And a lot of people didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And they were the first victims of that non-belief. Okay. And then, um, yeah, so they go out there and, I mean, they see, <laughs> they meet the White Walkers, man. And it's like, what's crazy is 
like I guess in the books it didn't happen that way. So in the TV show they led with that. They yeah, wanted people yeah. to know that it's already a bigger threat. And like that was like one of the first characters I wrote down was White Walker. So like what are you thinking? Like first episode, what do you even think about the White Walkers? Cause like the way he chopped off my man's head, <laughs> um, had me thinking like they was a real deal. So I'm thinking like I'm thinking the show is gonna be all about the White Walkers. Okay. Because coming off of Walking Dead, I'm thinking okay, this is gonna be like some zombie type shit. Until I, you know, before I did my backstory on, on Game of Thrones, I'm like okay, so the White Walkers are gonna be the main thing. They open up with them. But like I said, it went from a whole that yeah, to a whole other turn. So and it's just like at that point, it cuts off. It goes to Winterfell. It goes to Winterfell. It goes to, well, you know, it goes to the intro and shit, and then it goes to Winterfell, and you see Bran practicing his archery. Um, Is that John, Rob, Rob start giving them advice. Rob, him yeah, him and John giving them advice. They flash to Sansa and uh, Arya. You know, Arya clearly not good at someone like Sansa because she's not really a girly girl type girl. And they do like little stuff like that, like little character tropes. You know, John. I mean, Rob clearly he looks the oldest. Like just because I know he's the oldest, but we didn't. I didn't even know if Rickon who he fucking was. I'd seen like a little. They clipped to him for a minute, mm. and then they show uh, Ned Stark and, and Catelyn Stark looking over at, at Bran Train. He's missing. And you know, they're laughing at him. Which one of you is a marksman at 10 years old? You know what I'm saying? Just like cool stuff like that. Like a nice little like family bond. It kind of gets you just like, oh, this is like a cool family. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the family. This is the Starks. They're hanging out. And I think it's interesting like on rewatch. It's probably like the last time we see all of them like around each other. Yeah, that was almost like, honestly, that was the calm before the storm. Yeah. Because it goes from that to Ned taking them to the woods to chop off yeah the- and so yeah and like that's the cool thing and then we even see Theon Theon yeah, and, and, Theon. and, and um, yeah. what's his name Roderick Sir, Sir Roderick, Roderick. Yeah. yeah so they walk up and they tell you know Ned a um, the deserter we've caught the deserter he, he's dipping he's seen there's only one dude that escaped the White Walkers he's yeah. seen them dipped he was able to get away and I almost knowing what I know now about the Night King he let him get away. I feel like he let. Oh him yeah, get away. yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he wanted to he wanted to set a match because the way he looked at him, like yeah, the way he looked yeah. At and that him. wasn't even Night King, but that's yeah. just like you could just tell him like, hey, let one go, so he tell. And it's funny you say that because out of everybody that was there to watch the desert get his head chopped, Bran was the only person that kind of was like, so so is he lying? Yeah, so, yeah, and that's the cool thing. Like he uh, so they go up there, they they chop his head off. They're going to chop Bro's head off, and it's like, John tells Bran. Well, first, you know, Catelyn's like, you know, he's 10 years old. Like, he does not need to be seeing nobody get his head chopped off. And it's like, hey, he's not going to be a boy forever. Right, right. And, and winter is coming. And that's the title of this episode. And it's like, you can... I kind of like Game of Thrones when they do the titles. Because most of the titles just hold some sort of weight for the episode. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So he gives them, you know, winter's coming. He got to see this. You know what I'm saying? He's a man. He could possibly be Lord of Winterfell one day. You never know. So this is something that he must see. And Johns tells him, you know, don't... Don't flinch, don't blink, Father. He'll know. And so he asked him. You know what I'm saying? I, did he ask him for last words? Or he just told him, like, just tell yeah, my mama. Yeah, tell my mama I'm not, a, not a coward. I, I saw what I saw. Yes, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I saw what I saw, man. Just tell my mama not a coward. And you know, the White Walkers is this. He's mumbling like White Walkers as he's coming up there. And you know, Robert does the thing. One swoop knocks his head off. And Brandon flinched. They tell him good job. And then yeah, like you say, he asked him. So like, was he lying? And a madman sees what a madman sees, man. It's, I mean, you could tell Ned doesn't want to believe the White Walkers are coming. Right. Like he knows winter is coming. Right. Because he keeps saying it. Because that's their you know house tag or whatever. But he doesn't want to believe that these actually exist. No, I mean, I think, like, looking back at it, Ned was at a moment of peace. 
out of everything he's been through in his life, all the tragedies, this was his peaceful, calmful moment, and then all of a sudden he get a deserter talking about White Walkers. <laughs> like, come on, man! I'm really we didn't got to a groove here. <laughs> yeah, we got, I got a happy group. family, five kids, a bastard. You out here tripping? You know, what I'm saying? I don't need none of that shit right don't now. Don't need none of that. But then it goes to them finding the uh, the stag. Yeah, so they the, so they yeah. cross the bridge. They go into the bridge and they see the dead stag right there. And it's like, ooh, and like, no, we know. That's clearly foreshadowing. Yeah. Because the stag is the sigil of House Baratheon. Yeah. And, you know, a dead stag in the road, that pretty much symbols King Rob's come to an end. Which is weird is it's a stag. The antler is inside the dire wolf that get killed. Yeah. So it's like Rob pretty much was, you're going to get your dad killed too. And, yeah. and then they, they stumble in the woods and see that the dead uh, mother of dire wolf, of like six dire wolf kids, you know, five regular, and, you know, the ghost, the all white one. And um, and they was about to kill him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, not what? Oh, I was gonna say like that part alone shows the reason why John kind of stuck out to me out of well, everybody. No, the thing is, cause Brandon wanted to die. He said Brandon they don't have they don't die. have a mother. Right. Theon, you know, he just I listen to your father, not you. He's talking to Rob. Rob didn't want him to die neither. Yeah. He was just like you know he was just gonna try to leave him there. But leadership, John came up with a good strategy. This is how we can take care of this. This is your house sigil. Yeah. I mean, he gave good reason. He gave good reason. And, he, and, and I kind of show you, like, Ned kind of rubbed off on John. Yeah. Because he don't even say, he doesn't say father. He just says Lord Stark. Yeah, Lord Stark. says Lord Stark. Uh, you know, this is just house sigil. And, you know, when Bran says, what about you, John? He's, I'm not a Stark. You know what I'm saying? So he doesn't, he doesn't feel like he should get one, which is true, which is cool. Like, he's, he didn't want to upset Brandon and let, let right. him watch the little puppies get killed. But right, he also right. was like, you know, I'm not a Stark. I don't need one. But then when they found the runt. I guess you can give it to John, right? Yeah, he got to. Got yeah. to. And so... Uh, Don't got my name, but he got my blood. He got my blood. And so then we... Uh, that's when we go to King's Landing, right? Well, yeah. That's that's yeah. They that's when we go, go to King's, King's Landing. Landing and yeah. they, we see... That's when we first see Jamie and Cersei. So what did you think when we first saw Jamie and Cersei? Well, when, when I first saw John Aaron, I'm like, okay, well, he's, he's yeah, he dead. He did. So yeah. it's like, what the fuck is... Who is this guy? And so when they're talking about, you know, what he knew or what he didn't know... Or he's dying, so I'm like, okay, what is this? Has got to kind of interesting. Yeah, that's. I think I didn't when I first watched. It, I didn't pay that too much attention. I kind of even pay that because that's a, it's a quick scene. Yeah. I didn't really pay it too much attention. And so when they kept saying John Aaron, I kept was like, who the fuck is John Aaron? Like I didn't even really pay it no mind because they kind of go. They Jamie and Cersei kind of glossed over it. Honestly, yeah, right. they didn't really put too much into it, and they kind of already come off as like smug characters from that scene. And like you can see Cersei just like upset that she got to travel north. Yeah. Yeah, and, she, and Jamie just kind of don't give a fuck type shit. It was pretty much his character for like the rest of the show. He, he kind of care, but he really only care about what she care about. But I didn't get the sense that they were brother and sister at that point. Okay, yeah, that's kind of kind of the same thing. Like when they when I first seen together, I thought they were lovers, which yeah. they they turned out to be. Yeah. So it was like okay, I'm like okay, so I guess he's with her. So I'm like, is he like a knight or is she like a princess? Like I didn't know until like I said until they start traveling and. Like you said, Catelyn started talking about we got the queen and the king. And yeah, so yeah, so then you know, then they go back to Winterfell. Because oh no, then we go to Winterfell. They get a raven saying that John Aaron is dead, and she delivers. Catelyn delivers that to Ned, and he's ups- he, he's just visibly upset. He's there, which also was cool because he ch- he chopped dude neck off with the the house sword ice, and he's out there like polishing it off, you know, by the weirwood trees or whatever. And um, she tells him the news, you know, John Aaron died, and and um. 
And Robert is coming up there. King Robert is coming. Which is such a king name. King Robert. Yeah. He's like a real king name. But he's coming up there, you know. And, and Ned knows what he wants at that point. He knows that if John Aaron is dead and Robert's coming up to Winterfell, he's only going to try to make him hand of the king. And see, and this is why I feel so bad for Ned. It just seems like everything bad is just starting to trickle. But Catelyn told him you could say no, Ned. But he... He knew that wasn't going to take no for an answer. Yeah, he really couldn't. Because, like I said, just to do a little backstory, and I want to talk about Rob and Ned relationship. We'll do that later on the show. I mean, we can talk, I mean, we can talk about it right now. Okay, let's talk about it right now since we're here. So, John Aaron uh, fostered Rob and Ned Stark at the Vale when they were young men. And that was just a, a custom that a lot of great houses did so you can learn how to fight, so you can learn how to hunt. So, the Vale's where people learned how to fight, like, real good. And well, stuff. no, I mean, a lot of people um, definitely, like, with. With Robert, since he was going to be the head of Storm's Inn, where he's from, they wanted him to learn leadership qualities. His father was kind of similar to him, a fighter who likes to drink, mm-hmm. <laughs> likes to bar. So he wanted him to learn, like I said, wanted him to learn how to rule and be, be a leader. With Ned, since he had an older brother, Brandon, who also got fostered, they, um, they wanted him to learn the same thing. How to be disciplined, how to be a good soldier, how to be a good commander. Cause that was going to be his title in Winterfell. His older brother Brandon, right? Yeah, his older brother Brandon. Yeah. So, and Brandon was meant to be the Lord of Winterfell. Yeah. yeah. He was supposed to marry Catelyn. He was supposed to marry Catelyn. Yeah. Right. So, like I said, John Aaron became like a father figure to them. Like a coach, father figure. Taught them everything they know. So, once that happened, I knew that, um, I knew that Ned was going to take the job. And Robert... Didn't really have too many people he can trust. Yeah, all right, so we're going to get to that. So, yeah. all right, so then, you know, so they're coming up to King's Landing, so they're running and getting everything ready. Catelyn's, she's, like, putting a whole bunch of candles up for Tyrion's room and, you know, getting all the things ready for Cersei and all that. Just trying to make Winterfell look presentable. Jon Snow got a haircut. Yeah, got a haircut. And that's the thing I like, because word of mouth always travel. And, like, it's, even in our life, you like, you hear something about this person, like, oh, this person likes this, yeah. this person like this, and it's like... How word travel all the way from King's Landing to the North about each individual person? Yeah, exactly, like, right? Like, crazy. I heard Tyrion likes to read her likes to drink, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He'd just be up all night and shit fucking orders. But, uh, that's like the only time, like, I guess, I found it, I was laughing because, like, Kit Harrington signs a contract with Game of Thrones or HBO, he can't get his hair cut. Like, right. they don't, they have to regulate his haircuts because I guess Jon Snow just is supposed to have a signature hair. Yeah. And it's like, they just cut his hair in the show just episode one. That's like the last time. Like, because Rob says, like, he loves. He's never seen a girl he likes more than his hair, and it's like that's that's the last time I've ever seen Jon Snow get haircut. He let yeah. it grow into a fucking ponytail. Yeah, so that's like that was like real silly to me. And um, and then Bran climbs up the wall, sees King Robert and him coming, which I know that took a long time. Yeah, that was a long time. And it's like they tried to like show time travel with like the dog and age, but it's, she also said dire wolves age kind of quick. And oh they yeah, get big as fuck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So Bran, she he climbs down, and his mom tells him no more climbing. He lied and said he wasn't gonna climb again. Like you think he should have listened? I think he should have listened. I think he should have climbed, but I think it was meant for him to climb. Think his three eye raven? Think three eye raven made him climb? Yeah, I think so. I think that was a part of the the whole deal. Except with the with the three eye raven. Oh, okay. Um. So. Yeah. So then they come. Uh, Arya's watching. She's what sees like knights come in the hound. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, and then uh, she runs already right back to the lineup, and then that's when we see Rob and Ned. Like this is our first as as viewers. This is our first interaction with Robin, and they just yeah. kind of look at each other all weird. And I, for a second, like I'm watching, I'm like, maybe they don't like each other. Like, you know, maybe this is weird. And he, you know, cracks a joke on them, and they crack jokes and they laugh. And 
And that's why I fell in love with, with Rob Raft. That's why Rob Raft is one of my favorite characters. But that scene he just looked at him, you got fat. You got fat. And it's like, <laughs> we don't know he's gotten fat. We just think he's a fat dude. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, when, when you see, when you think he's like been this war rebellion and he's been king for how long? It's been about 15 years. 15 yeah, years. So he's point. gotten big. They probably haven't seen each other for that. Yeah, they haven't seen big. each other since the uh, Greyjoy Rebellion. And that's funny because, like, in real life, you probably don't see your friend, your good friend, for 15 years. You probably wouldn't even consider yourselves good friends no more. But you know what? I mean, I guess back in the day, like, if you really didn't have phones to talk or, you know, couldn't it wasn't email. texting through Raven area. Texting through Raven. <laughs> Time flies by. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh,. I also think it's funny, like looking back, like uh, just knowing we know about the Battle of Trident, Battle of Trident, like uh, in Rhaegar Targaryen, if Jon Snow was standing right behind him, yeah, he was. So it's like if he know, if he would have knew that, that was Prince Rhaegar's child, and the reason why Lyanna died, I don't know. I mean, one, he would have killed him as a baby, but if he just knew that, then it's just like it's funny, like he probably would have just went off. Right yeah, there. yeah, definitely. And that's like kind of why Ned had to just keep this big dark secret. It was also something we didn't we didn't even talk about like earlier in the scene when they are in like in the playground and, and John's putting the arrows back. Yeah, and, and you Catelyn. can see Catelyn just staring at him, and like usually when niggas stare at you like that and you look at them they look away, but she just was dead yeah. on him. She 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 didn't like him for for no apparent reason at all. Really, I mean, she thought that like you said, she thought that Ned slept with another woman, but so what. <laughs> <laughs> like they ain't got nothing to do with it. He didn't ask for that, even if he did do that. So I always felt like I that's that was one of the reasons why I didn't like Catelyn. Oh man, because he went to you, you know, yeah. Which is that's that's the one thing that's weird for me with Game of Thrones was kind of why later in this, in seasons I can appreciate Cersei's. I can believe she actually loves her kids type oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, because like marriage back then wasn't really like true love. Like even though Catelyn says my love to Ned, it's like no. he was supposed to marry his brother. He marry his brother, and then it's like all right, now you got to marry him. So it's like y'all have to build some type of love exactly. just through contract. And then you had a guy in little figure who was in love with you. Yeah. So it's just like it was a lot of a lot of love. Yeah, what she was up. saying, like she don't even feel like a she don't even feel like a northerner when she go to right. when she's still in Winterfest. She don't even feel like she's comfortable there, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like I feel it, you know what I'm saying? I feel her. But it's like y'all that's why it's like in those marriages you can probably only love your kids because you can't really yeah. have a true Cause love is like a marriage is like a business. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it was you know. just some shit you did, and yeah. like you just had to end up doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to fuck day one, married the betting ceremony and shit like that. So yeah. Um. So yeah. So then Robert, you know, and uh, Ned, they crack jokes, and he looks at the kids, and then like as soon as he gets there, he's like, Ned, let's go down to the crypts. Yeah. And you can see Cersei say, you know, we've traveled a long way. I'm pretty sure the dead can wait, and he don't pay that shit. No, no mind. Yeah, no mind. And so like on first watch, you kind of just like. What? Like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't really know. I don't know what this what this even mean that he going to the crypts. But it's like now that we know, like he was deeply in love with Lyanna to the point where it's even it made Cersei even kind of like not being able to really them to not even have a relationship for real. And she was a little jealous about that. Yeah, you definitely definitely could tell about that. And uh, you see Ned look at her and she just look she looking disgusted yeah, look, at look it. Look disgusted. Look disgusted. But she like you know that's what Robert wanted to do. So he, they go down to the crypts and um. Do they can oh, and then you know she asks where's the imp? Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. everybody wants to see Tyrion. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> everybody wants to see like because I mean he's been hyped up to be this deformity character. Yeah. So why didn't Tywin go with him? Um. Well, you know what, Tywin and and Ned have a real bad relationship. Oh. Okay. So definitely. Um. I mean, I guess we can talk about it because look, this happened uh, during the rebellion. Um. When Ned got to King's Landing, oh, he Tywin. Said- 
had already had his men go into King's Land and kill everybody. Pretty much right. kill all the uh, all all the dragon loyalists, all the Targaryens. And when Ned seen that uh, the, the Targaryen babies were killed, he got he got mad and he wanted Tywin to be punished. Yeah, he and then Robert to, was cool with it. Though. Robert was cool with it, and that pissed Ned off. So him and Tywin have never been cool since that moment. Hmm. All right, cool. Yeah, so you know, you know, because I was just interested that you know Tyrion went. Tyrion don't really got nothing. No, no. He just really liked the uncle. He don't really do nothing. Yeah, but it's like he going. So it's like he he wanted to go to the wall too. He he likes to read and explore different things. Yeah, you know? he was trying to be like a Prince Oberyn. Yeah, he was like a yeah. small Oberyn That's type a good character. Thing. Good, good um, but um, but then they flashed to him and uh, he's. Instead of just being at the meeting between the houses, he's in a whorehouse up north getting yeah. his, his dick sucked and drinking, and Jamie pops in on him, and I don't even... That scene, I just... That was just like a nice little scene. It, it just lets you know what type of guy Tyrion is. Yeah. But to see who he is, like, later in the show, it's kind of like, I damn near forgot he was even like this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it brought some, like, fun love into the show, too. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like, this is like a, this is like a guy. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? This Peter Dinklage, you know what I'm saying? Good actor. Good actor. He's midget. True midget. So it's like... <laughs> We're yeah. not even method acting at this point, so it's all, that was all cool. And then, um, and that's when they have the party, right? The dinner time party. Well, no, you know, they go back to the Crips. Yeah, they go back to the Crips. And one thing that Robert said, you know, when I was sixteen, I just wanted to crack skulls and fuck and girls. Fuck girls. And, and that was just very funny. And you know, he asked, and this this is the part that where I really want to talk about their friendship because he was like, Ned, I need you, man. Yeah, he was just like, I need you. To run the kingdom, yeah, because really he didn't want to. He never wanted. To, he never wanted that. <laughs> he just wanted to crack skulls and fuck girls. And I think that's like the true. That's like everything that come down to Robert Baratheon. Like at the end of the day, he was probably one of the greatest generals. Yeah, like wartime kings. He yeah. knew how to battle. He knew how to fight. He knew how to strategize. But he didn't. He wasn't a politician. He didn't know how to run a and he didn't know how to run a kingdom. Huh. And. Especially not a kingdom like King's Landing. Because no. there's a lot of like shady characters and stuff like that. And he just he didn't see John Aaron down, he's not really worried about that. Like he then probably had John Aaron run everything. He's yeah, like, and that's that's what John Aaron probably was running everything. <laughs> and he's just like, look, man, I don't even care, you know what I'm saying? Like he ain't even have he ain't even having sex with his wife. He just having sex with whores and he drinking every day. And that's just that just speaks to who he was, but it's also like uh bad king. But you know what? I think he was he was depressed. He was depressed. He was depressed about Leanna. He was depressed about the Targaryens. He was depressed about like he he really didn't want to be king, but he had yeah, to. Yeah, but he kind of had to. He kind of had. And he kind of was. He wanted Ned probably there all, all along, the time. Yeah. All the time. And him and Ned fell out, and that's the thing. Like that friendship, you know, falling out. Because even though him and Ned made up after Leona died, Ned was still mad about what happened to the Darkarian kids, and didn't forgive him for that. Yeah, and then Ned is like Ned knows how to rule because like Winter, like you said, Winterfell's in peace right now. It's yeah. chilling. It's nothing to worry about, and then all oh, this is going on, and like, <laughs> like Rob said, I mean, uh, it, it, like Robert said, like, while you up here, you're no use to anybody up here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he, he kind of is. He doing cool shit yeah, up but here. Like you said, he 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 could have a bigger role in the whole kingdom, <laughs> and like you just up here just burying your head in the snow, man. It's pretty much just, just chilling. Nah, because that's what he want to do. He ain't want to be down there in King's yeah. Landing, because nah, that's the thing. Once we, this is what we figure out is. Ned is not a politician either. No, and, and that's what you got to be in King's Land. And even like Ned, like bending his knee and bawling down to Robert, he was like, "I'm not worthy." He's like Ned, stand up. Yeah, man. Like, like, I, bro, I won this because of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't do this. You know what I'm saying? Well, first, we know each other. Yeah. And then you don't even got to do this with me, man. I'm, you know, we boys for real. So yeah. come on, man. And like he, you know, then he breaks breaks down to you know, it was for Liana. You know, our houses to be joined together. 
And um And that's when he makes a proposal, like it's not too late, you got a son, I got a daughter. Yeah. We're joining houses. We're joining houses. And then um uh, So what happened after that? So after that they that then that that's when they kinda go to the festival though. Yeah, so they have oh and that's that's when they had a festival. That's when they had the festival. Because they still in the Crips though. Now. Yeah, they still in the Crips and but then, they but they're getting the party ready. Yeah, they're getting the party and ready. And so uh was that was when John wasn't there, right? John yeah. was in and, the back. And look, and, and at first I used to think like, man, that's messed up to have John outside but yeah. it wasn't ned was smart to do that because wow. robert was getting drunk he would have started asking him questions about you see robert mess with other women probably would start asking ned about the, you know your bastard mother i mean he did ask him that in the episode or two or three. episode two but i said episode one is like you know what let's not even have him think about this let's get him let's but, get him out the way let's protect him for robert because you know anything but that's kind of that's what kind of it builds the, the conflict within john snow because it's like all right you know, I'm I'm tired of being Ned Stark's bastard son. I kind of want to be bigger than this. We'll yeah, get some, and that's when Benjamin. And that's Benjamin. when Benjamin pulls up and he's talking to him. He sees him training on the dummy, and uh, you can see he got a lot of respect and love for Uncle Benjamin. So, do you think Uncle Ben? You say Uncle Benjamin knew. Uncle Benjamin knew. And real quick, like the, we're gonna talk about this probably other other scene, but Tony and Heron Hall was like a very big tourney. and you know, um, Leanna. A lot of people say that she was the laughing knight. Yeah, and she ben, fought because uh, yeah, they said because it was George, uh, Holland Reed. Holland got, Reed, got he was getting bullied by some knights, and then yeah. she came to avenge she him. She came to avenge him, yeah. and she avenged him in the tournament. Now, in the tourney, the Mad King got pissed and sent Prince Rhaegar after the Smiling Knight. Mm. Prince Rhaegar went after the knight, and it was Lyanna. Yeah, and that's when they fell in love. And Benjamin was the only person that knew. Oh, so the only person that seen. He's the only person that seen because they said they were because you know they were trying to figure out who the knight was, and they seen yeah. that it was carrying stuff similar, wearing armor similar to um, House Stark. Yeah, and they say like uh, Ned's brother Brandon was a big dude. Yeah, he, he couldn't fit it. Yeah, he said he couldn't fit it. Ned might have been able to fit it, but he was in the he was in the arena. Yeah, you know, so he was watching it. So they figured, and then uh, Benjamin was too young. Yeah. So they, they didn't want to specifically say it was Atlanta because she was a woman, but they just, you know, they yeah, were she was, she was a great fighter. Yeah, but um, but she, so Benjamin knew. Benjamin knew. And so you think, but he's also swore to Ned not to talk. Yeah, yeah, he, not, to, not to tell, not to talk about So it. do you think that's why Benjamin was at the Night's Watch? Yeah, I think Benjamin went to the Night's Watch. Um, I think it, it might have been a big argument once Ned really found out about everything. I think Ned knew about the... Leanna falling. I mean, after after he went down there and you know found John and stuff, about them falling in love, and he probably went back and asked Benjamin, "Is it anything you knew?" And Benjamin probably confessed, "I knew a lot." And he was like, "Man, you you probably could have stopped a lot of this from happening. You just would have told us." Yeah, and a war. Then you could say that brother. You could say that brother. Could say that father. <laughs> and I think Benjamin took that hard, and he he joined the uh, the nice watch. Mm. That's just me speculating, but I, that's what that's why, re- and that's why I think he really loved John so much. Yeah, and wanted to get John away, and you know, taking John to the wall would be the safest way to keep him out of harm. Yeah, and then we see Tyrion pull up. Yeah, and, and, and this kind of show like a parallel between Tyrion and Jon Snow because Tyrion, like he says, like all dwarves are bastards yeah. in their father's eyes. So he kind of like Tyrion's one of those guys who can feel what Jon Snow feel. You know, what I'm saying yeah. like I, you know, if, if I was a warrior, I'd probably be out here training with, instead of with the family too, because. I'm a dwarf. My dad treat me like shit. Even though he don't treat Jon Snow like shit, it's just he he can't be at the festival with the family. And to be honest, like Jon Snow and both Tyrion got it better than most of the people that live in Westeros. Pretty yeah. much almost everybody except for like High Lords. Yeah. Like they live in castles. They drink. They eat. They're taken care of. Yeah. But, and like we said, learned that about Jon when he goes to the Night's Watch. To the Night's Watch. And he can fight better than all of them. Yeah. It's like you was trained. <laughs> you're a trained warrior your whole life. You, yeah. know? you can't expect that from these dudes. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. it's like it's it's... 
It's like in their family eyes, it's a shame on them. But it's like knowing what the nice watch is. Right. Would you want somebody to go there? Like, no, and that's and that's what John kind of said. Like my father knew this. I mean, he was, was he sent me here anyway? But I think Benjamin wanted well, John to John kind of sent it there himself, though. Yeah, because right? he really wanted to go, and he really wanted like he wanted to prove himself. He wanted yeah, to be a hero. Yeah, he want. Or he wanted to at least feel like he was bigger than just being right. A feel like he was a part of and something. Give him some worth. He don't even got a name. Worth. And like you said, and that's kind of like what Tyrion was kind of tell him. You know, like where your where your name as a banner, banner whatever you are so it won't be used to hurt you yeah and i think john started to take that on and i think he learned a lot of lessons from from Tyrion. Yeah, just from that one meeting from that one from the other meetings they had too well, we'll get to those but yeah from that one meeting he was like okay yeah. god's god's not, He's not, not that, that bad, bad of a dude yeah. and then which ended up paying off you know yeah six seasons later oh yeah, yeah so then we, they go back to the crypts and that's when he's talking to liana statue uh robert king robert and he's like uh I think because this is before like Benjamin and them go in, right? They still down there talking about the statue, and he was just talking about the war. And he was just saying like, "You should have put this on a hill. You should have put this up in the air. You shouldn't lock put this down here like this." I thought that might have been before, but yeah, it could have, could have. Yeah, I think I, it was something like I'm something getting like mixed that. up, but yeah, it was like yeah, and yeah. Uh, he just like, yeah, it's my sister, man. Yeah, he just like you know his sister, but this is you know family, you know, yeah. this Arrow family go down there, and you know he just was right. You can see Robert just going back through. The war, he was like, you know, the Targaryens, and like, you know, they're all gone. Yeah. He said, not all of them, which is then they transition. Oh, yeah. To pretty much the other side of the world, yeah. from what we know, Pentos. And that's when we, you know, first look at Daenerys. So, what did you think when you first saw Daenerys? I thought she was beautiful, like stunning, like, man, she's, she's gorgeous. Um, I didn't like her brother off rip because he's like, today is the day that they speak about my reign. And I'm like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But it's and, funny because he really was the. The heir to the throne, at that point, at at that if you yeah because after Prince Rhaegar died and you know Matt King he was supposed to be but he just didn't seem like it. no he just didn't seem like <laughs> it and it, you know don't nobody want him as a king <laughs> but he had this vision in his head that he was the king he was the rightful heir but his strategy went about it all all wrong he, no I think he just was a weird dude. Like he was small, he was scrawny, he probably didn't yeah. have no swordsmanship no, skills. No, not at all. So it's like he had a good plan. If he had the Dothraki army, he probably would. If he would have took the same route Daenerys took, getting all these armies together, well, he probably wouldn't have had dragons. But if he had all everything else, he would have had a good chance of conquering. Uh, but biggest strategy, he wanted, he wanted Drogo the next day to yeah. march on King's Landing. Yeah, it's <laughs> like no, no man, he wanted to usurp immediately. <laughs> yeah, immediately. Like no, man, y'all would have got got killed in the sea, but. <laughs> Yeah, so like you said, we and then we meet Drogo. Yeah, big dude, big dude big on cast, top of a horse. Yeah, top of a horse. It was a and he just do you like her? And he just nod his head, ride off, ride off. And it's like oh, I I didn't know what that meant. I'm just like oh, I guess he just dipped. I guess it didn't work. They planned didn't work. Yeah. And also, which is also like cool for Shannon, um, because Nares gets in like the hot pool. But before she does that. She says, "I don't want to marry him." Yeah, of course not. And then Viserys just kind of snapped, like, "I, you know, you, you, you're gonna marry him. I don't care if him or his horses fuck you. Like, you're gonna get married." And I'm like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, that's all Viserys had, because that's pretty much all the Targaryens. <laughs> yeah, that's all he had. It was Daenerys. All he could do was try to sell her off to down there, the highest bidder, to you know get this type of revenge he getting. And and what we also figure out is is people like Varys telling him. This is what they want. Like this yeah. is what the people are asking for. Because you hear yeah. him say like the people want us to come back. And, yeah. Like he. That's why he feels secret, something. Secret toast and stuff. Yeah. Like that's that why he. Feel, <laughs> <laughs> secret toast to, to Viserys Targaryen. May he long may he reign. It's like bro. It's 
like you can see that that all that that's probably why he wanted to just march the next day because yeah. it's like they, he's getting all these words and through these spies like oh yeah they're ready for me to come back as soon as i get this army man and it's like nah bruh they don't yeah. love you like that homie no no not, not at all man but then she gets in the hot water and they're like it's too hot but it's like she just she good in it you know what i'm saying it yeah phase her which is like you don't really know what that is and now now knowing that she's the nair's done burnt it's like oh look at that yeah, yeah nice little foreshadowing Fire, something wrong he, with her he didn't bother but it's like hot water you just think you know all girls take hot showers and she was so mad that i you know anybody probably just got in there oh my goodness this is pissing me off <laughs> and then um so then we go back to the party and that's when benjamin and um and ned stark are talking right 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 yeah they're talking and he's talking about the uh the wall. Yeah, talk about the wall. And he's, and he's kind of talking about, like, the White Walkers and telling them about the deserter that he, that he killed. And he and kind of been telling them, like, yeah, there's some stuff going on up there. <laughs> like, you know. Y'all really, should go check it out. Let's huh? go check it out. Like, it, you know, it ain't, it's not fake. But that's, I mean, that's more on them, though. Like, they're, like, the Night's Watch used to be something big. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It used yeah. to be a big deal, and now it's kind of less than a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know, all they got there is criminals, people that don't even want to be up people there. That, the people that don't want to be there, and that's just because people stop believing in the magic and stop believing in tales. Mm. And was like, no, there ain't nothing up there but a bunch of the wildlings. Like that, that's it. That's all y'all doing, and <laughs> uh, we don't care about that. Yeah. So yeah, like I said a lot of people stop stop caring about the uh, stop caring about the Night's Watch, but um, pretty much, um, I guess we can go go to that that next day. So. The next day, I can remember. Oh no, no, let's go to that night. That night. So that night, Ned and Catelyn is in the bed. Oh yeah, but that's when uh, that's when they get the secret Raven. Yeah, the secret Raven that tells them that it was the Lannisters that killed Jon. Yeah, and um, and that that was his uh, and Catelyn Stark's sister, um, Liza. Liza. Sorry. Yeah, Liza, Liza Aaron. Liza Aaron. She she wrote the uh, she wrote the letter. Yeah, and um. Like I said, come to find out, and it's like, yeah, and then it's funny to come to find out, like Littlefinger, Littlefinger did it, but it also was like she was a part of it. Yeah, she was a part and, of it, and you know, pretty much was cheating on John Aaron the whole time, the whole time, whole and time. It, and it's, but it's like Catelyn has no choice but to believe her sister. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and and the Lannisters are here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and even though they don't have any proof to do it, the one thing that Ned just jumps to is. I kind of gotta go now. Yeah, like that, before it was a yes or no, but now it's like if Robert could be, he could be next. And that's the and like the Maester was kind of pushing him to go. Yeah, because she was like, hey, remember last time you went down there, different king, different time, <laughs> like kind of forcing Ned to go. And Ned, like you know, I gotta figure out what's going on because John there was like a father to me. Yeah. I gotta figure this out, and I gotta, I gotta protect Rob because clearly he's drinking, he's not paying attention to what's going on. And he, he needs some guidance down there. So, yeah, now I got to go down there. And uh, and then that's, I mean, I think that's when the episode wraps up. Because the next morning. Yeah, next morning they the go out morning, for the hunt. They, yeah, they go, they go out for the hunt. And I think that's one of the last time Bran sees Ed, his father. Yeah, he just gives him a little nod. And he nods at him back. And uh, and that's when Brandon climbs up the, the castle wall. So, was, were they in the castle room doing this? Or are they just somewhere else? It was like, um, I guess it was like a kind of like an abandoned, like an abandoned old castle that mm-hmm. they, they were in, and uh, and then Bran climbed up and he sees him, and Jamie grabs him. <laughs> he just sees Jamie and starts having sex, which to me I thought just because I didn't know they were brother and sister at the time, I just was like, oh, what's going on? Like, yeah. What is this even? They just he just caught two people fucking, but 
Clearly, it was bigger than Andy grabs him and says, this is mad. Are you mad? And it's like, nigga, are you mad? Like, you up here fucking in the middle of the day? It's the morning. Yeah, it's just like, it's I think the big thing was, like, even, like, because at that point, I knew that was King Robert's wife. Right, right. So, it was like, that's the thing. It's like, oh, he's fucking the king's wife. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, on one hand, he can't be doing that. But on the other hand, that's also his sister that he's fucking, which yeah. is like... This is like weird. And though. it's like, it's already... We already don't like these characters kind of to begin with. Like, they already the show already kind of painted Stark's good guys, these guys, not so good guys. I'm not yeah. going to say bad guys. Because, like, it, it was a part... It's a scene where, um, like I said, in this episode where Jamie and Ned kind of cross paths. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I heard you coming to the Capitol. Like, you know, the competition getting, getting stiff down there. But, like, sword fighting. And they're like, no, I don't really fight in tournaments, man. And I don't want a man to know what I can do in a real fight. You can just kind of tell them two, like, staring at each other down. And, yeah. and you know. But you can see, like, you know, Jamie kind of respect him a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we also get to, like, the Cersei, you know. he's She's talking to Catelyn, you know. It's a beauty that Sansa Stark, she shouldn't be just withering away up here. and You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she should be coming down south. Very smart comments, man. <laughs> so they got a lot of, like, you know, smug, weird comments. Yeah, they snappiness make. and stuff. And, um... And all that just falls together when they push Bran out the window. Yeah, yeah, that was that was tough. Man. And the things I do for love, and he just shoves a young boy out of a window. It's like what? Yeah. So that's like when I seen that. That's kind of like kind of got me into watching episode two, like down there immediately because I didn't start watching till later. So I had the glory, the grace of watching yeah. the next episode. Yeah. I couldn't imagine having to wait a week for that. Oh, it was tough, man. It was tough, but um, like I said, I probably watched that first episode every single day. Until it was time to get to the the second episode, because I was geeked. I'm like, man, what happened to the boy? Like, is he, is he dead? <laughs> and that's the thing you you think he's gonna die, and you know, to be honest, that's it. Really, just set his journey on fire. That was when his journey began of Brandon, him getting pushed out of a window, it just set him on a path to to three hour raveness. Yeah, and you know, I think that got everything going. That he got said, everything got going. Everything I mean, going. clearly Littlefinger got everything yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, him, really did. him, pretty much killing John Aaron, and then getting this letter out and pretty much just putting the houses against each other. He yeah. really, Littlefinger had a big impact on the show without even having appeared in the episode. Because he knew it was some, some tension between the Starks and the Lannisters. Yeah. Definitely from the from the time, everything that happened with the uh, the Robert Rebellion. Yeah. It was just tension. It and that's like, that's tension. probably the easiest part to just like, oh yeah, easiest thing to make a division of the, yeah. hot, the Lannisters and the Starks. Yeah. And it's like click, but it's like it's hard because the Starks never really do anything. But John Aaron, him, Littlefinger wanting the veil, and John Aaron being like Ned's mentor, that shit was just too perfect for him. Yeah, too perfect. And he had ties in with um, like I said, Catelyn, so he knew he could uh, he knew he could reach him. So, um, but that's about it. So like, what do you, you know, of all the episodes, is, is episode one one of your favorites of the season? Episode one is is one of my favorites. Like anytime episode one comes on, I can I can pop it on. And I can watch it. Yeah, I can watch it. I kind of I just like looking back. Like on this first season, everything that you know, and then you just watch back and just it's like oh wow, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like crazy out of like the little foreshadowing, crazy just the little information they put in like the one episode, and it kind of like let me know like this is something that couldn't have been a movie. No man, it's just so much stuff. It is too much stuff to be movie. And and to be honest, I think they messed up Lord of the Rings like that too. Yeah. I think if Lord of the Rings would have been something like a, a ten part episode or something, it would have been a lot better. Yeah. Because like it's just so much stuff that you just leave out as you forget and 
even though Game of Thrones has left out a lot yeah, of a, a whole lot, bunch of a stuff, whole bunch of stuff, but it was able to tell the complete story that could, could, they couldn't tell the story in three hours, two yeah. or three hours. No, yeah, exactly. It's like when you, it's like when you leave stuff out. Like if they was to be able to leave stuff out now, it would hurt it later. Which is yeah, what happened with Lord of the Rings stuff like that. Yeah. When you leave stuff out in the early one, now you it's certain things you can't even yeah can't bring can't up. even bring up without having like an ass pull or something to be stupid and. Yeah, like this. This kind of made me just have a little bit more respect for TV shows. You could tell Game of Thrones. This first episode isn't something like a some shows where people get shot in the beginning. It's like they clearly have a story that they want to tell, and they're just gonna let you in on it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they, it's either you you pick it up and you put it down type shit. Like this, you know, read this. This is chapter one of the story and just read it and hopefully you like it. And then they come back next episode. They don't gotta like lock you in. Like they lock you in at the end with little cliffhangers, but. They just have something that they know is good, and they're trying to get across to you. They're not trying to shock value, shock value it to you or nothing like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's and you know, like you said, like with the with the Ned and um and Rob situation, you know, everybody has done something for their friend they didn't want to do, and I think that um, I think Ned just just being so honorable and just being so helpful, and wanting to figure out what happened. That led him down a, a path, you know, so, you know, we, we'll touch more about that. <sighs> well, all right, y'all, this has been episode one, Iron Price. We're going to be doing this for episodes two and three, man. Going to have guests and stuff, of course, but uh, hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully, you know, rewatch it, comment some stuff if you agree, disagree, and we're going to be rewatching the whole, hopefully the whole show, at least trying to get through some episodes. So, peace out. Talk to y'all later.